Hey everyone, welcome to 11 Questions, where each week we meet a creative person and get to know them. I'm your host, Amantivana, and today we are meeting a book podcaster, Malvika Prasid. Let's get to know her with 11 Questions. Hi, Malvika. Welcome to 11 Questions. Hi, Daman. It's good to see you. I'm going to start by asking, how do you like to spend your weekends? Ooh, that's a good question. So, um... It's funny that with COVID, uh, I've gotten a little tired of weekends in, but still, if you give me a choice, I like a weekend quiet at home, plenty of time for, for reading and for writing. That's what I like to spend most of my time on, but also like to call friends and family. And then if I get out of the house, it's something like walking in the park or checking out farmers markets or shopping. And, you know, I like a quiet, low key kind of weekend, something to de-stress. And what's your favorite book? Oh my gosh. So very good timing for my podcast. So I've been meaning to talk about it on my show, Your Favorite Book, but my all-time favorite book is East of Eden by John Steinbeck. It's this big 600-page classic, probably the best book Steinbeck ever wrote, a multi-generational family saga with so many layers, so many nuances. It's one of those books I'm almost scared to reread just because I loved it so much when I first encountered it. I'm worried I won't like it again if I read it again, but it still just ranks up there as one of the most amazing achievements in literature. I have not read that. And just the 600 page kind of scares me. I'm not a long book person. Normally a big long book, I don't typically pick it up. But the audiobook is actually really great for this one. That's how I like first introduced to it. And then I read it on paper. And it's just a story. You'll just get immersed in it. It's such an amazing story. I think audiobook's a good idea. That, that way I can listen to while I'm on my walks. Yep. That's what I do on my commutes. And you have a book podcast, which is also called Your Favorite Book. Yeah. How did you come up with the name and the idea for that? Basically, it was just the idea where I always ask that question to friends and family and they look at me like I'm crazy, like who can pick a favorite book? But eventually you can kind of suss it out of somebody and everyone's got like a great story with it. You know, people are coming up with books from their childhood or books that were really formative to them, or maybe it's just a really good book you read recently, but I find it's a really good way to get to know somebody. And I mean, I started it during COVID. I was lonely, wanted to meet more people. And this was a great way to do that. And do you have a favorite episode from your own podcast? Oh, good question. So I think in terms of uh, just the sheer joy that I felt, uh, this was almost on the verge of fangirling. But uh, last season, I interviewed a sports writer named Jeff Perlman, who's been a literary inspiration for me. I loved a lot of his books and his shows as well. And when he agreed to be on my show and talk sports with me, I just felt like a little kid again. It was an amazing feeling. And so even though it's an episode, you know, sports writing, not my typical demographic of listeners, it's something that really just struck a chord with me. I think I remember seeing those posts on your Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think there's something that you find really challenging about being a podcaster? I would say just trying to market and get yourself out there because in the world of book podcasts, and there's a million book podcasts and every single one of them that I've encountered have been so good. And it's just hard to break into podcasting and have people besides your friends and family listen. I mean, slowly I've built up my small audience that's gotten excited for my episodes, but trying to break in there and sort of find new listeners has been definitely the most challenging part. I know it's it's a struggle. It's like you just want to sit and talk about books and then you have to do all these things that come with it, yes, which you didn't definitely. think will be a part of the package. I know. I know. I'm trying to build a website right now for the show, but I know 
absolutely nothing about trying to build a website. And so it's been a real challenge. And I'm like, I didn't foresee all of this when I started. So it's been a big I know, thing. right? At that point, it was just like, let's read books and talk about them. Right, <laughs> right. But you want to be big, you want to do more with it. And this is what comes with that. Also, eventually, you want people to listen to, right? And yeah. so you have to do all of it. Right. You put in that much work. You want someone other than my mom to listen. I mean, shout out to my mom. She's a great podcast listener, but it's like, you want people other than your mom to listen. <laughs> and what are you reading next and with whom, if you can tell? Oh, good question. So right now I am reading a book called Who They Was, which was on the Booker Prize long list. I've literally just started it. And it's part of a book club I'm in virtually called Booker of the Month. Uh, where you read a book from the Booker Prize long list every month. And I've been a very intermittent member of this book club, but uh, it's starting again next year with the new Booker Prize list coming out. And so I really like following awards. Something new I've been picking up is following literary awards. So I'm pretty excited for that. And are you going to cover it on your podcast as well? Maybe. I mean, normally the books I cover on my show are dependent on the guest. I usually have the guest decide on the book. And so the books I read tend to not really come up on the show too much unless I do bonus episodes, which I've done here and there and talking about. But it's mostly just up to the guests and what they want me to read. Outside of reading and podcasting, what else do you do? Oh, good question. So I would say my my main passion in my free time when I'm not at my day job, when I'm not reading or podcasting is writing. So I've been a lifelong writer, unpublished right now, but working on short stories, a novel, whatever I can kind of get my hands on. I try to get up every morning and write. Uh, when I'm not doing that, I follow sports pretty intensely. I'm a, a big sports fan, so I do a lot of that. Um, I, I'm re- I've really gotten into like paint by numbers recently. So I've been doing a lot of paint by numbers, which I find very soothing. So cooking too. Like I like hobbies like that. I'm kind of amazed that you write every day. I I managed to do that. The the thing I should be trying to do every day is probably exercise. And that's the thing I don't do. But instead, <laughs> I've got the writing habits. So I'm happy with that. What kind of things do you usually write? Like, do you have like a specific genre are you inclined towards? Yeah, so currently, I've been working on short stories and a novel that kind of fall in the realm of speculative fiction. So not quite fantasy the way you might think of, not a lot of heavy world building, but, you know, these fantastical elements sort of woven into the real, almost magical realism, and specifically focusing on South Asian, South Asian characters. So I kind of like to say my short stories are South Asians behaving badly, but with magic. So <laughs> my I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I am excited to read that soon. I'm working on it. I <laughs> definitely need to. The thing with me is if I don't write first thing in the morning, it doesn't happen. So when I go to work, it's literally if I don't get up at that 5 a.m. alarm, I don't write. So some days are easier than others. Oh, my God. 5 a.m. It's the only way it works. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking fun, easy, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. I have checked their website and there are so many amazing options that I can't wait to try. Go to the link in the show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. If you could spend a day with any fictional character, who would you choose and how would you spend your day? 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Hmm. This is a tough one. This is the one I wish I would have prepared ahead of time. <laughs> and like the rest of these, I'm like, okay, super off the cuff. Ah, I'm staring at my bookshelf to see if I've got any ideas. I, I think you know the, the the characters that are coming to mind. I mean, this is this is super basic, but uh, probably Elizabeth Bennett from Pride and Prejudice. I. I just want to like walk around the ballroom with her and people watch and gossip about everyone at the, at the ball. Like that, that's kind of what I want to do. I want to wear a big poofy ball gown <laughs> and I want to just talk smack about everyone in there and find out all their dirty secrets. And I feel like Elizabeth Bennett would be great for that. Sounds like a good day. I, I'd have a blast. <laughs> and if you were to be deserted on an island, which three books are you taking with you? Ooh, okay. All right. So this is, this is interesting because you know, you think about a book for a desert island, and I feel like that's a book that has reread value, and I'm not a big rereader. So even my favorite books, I don't tend to read more than once. But if I had to pick, I have a writing book called The Writer's Book of Days, which is like a writing prompt book, but also has like, you know, tidbits about getting inspired and things like that. And it's a comfort read for me. So that would be one, A Writer's Book of Days by Judy Reeves. Another comfort read would be A Tree Grows in Brooklyn by Betty Smith. So that's a book I came, I've come to time and time again. Another family story takes place in the early 1900s in sort of early New York. So I've always found that book very, you know, endearing and comforting. I have a literary anthology and I've talked about it before on my show. I got it for a dollar at a library book sale when I was 12 and it is a textbook. It's called Literature by XJ Kennedy. It's a giant textbook. And it basically introduced me to all my favorite short stories, all my favorite plays, and also literary theory. And so I'm a, I'm a nerd, and I'd love to just flip through that over and over and reread some of my favorites. So I'd be seeking comfort reads, the things I could come back to over and over. And in the end, if you were to pick one interesting life experience to share with us, what would you tell us today? Interesting life experience. You know, it, it's funny i don't know if i've lived the most interesting of lives <laughs> i mean it's been you know fairly normal and fairly you know I, I i'm blessed in that way that i haven't had too many misfortunate experiences. i think i'll probably pick a positive oh i got one when i was about to graduate grad school which would have been about three years ago myself and some of my classmates we went to puerto rico for a weekend like a long weekend and one of the highlights of that trip was we went into the waters at night. It was this warm bay, and it's a bioluminescent bay. So basically, the idea of this tour is you, you tread water, and you kind of just float around in there. And inside are these luminescent plankton. And as you move your hands in the water, it all just start to glow. And so you're just in this warm water in like complete darkness with these glowing plankton all around you. I've never had an experience like that before, and it was absolutely amazing. That sounds magical. It felt like something out of like a fantasy story. It didn't feel like this is a real thing on Earth, so it was absolutely amazing. See, that's a very interesting story. <laughs> it came out somewhere, you know? <laughs> well, thank you so much, Malvika, for answering my questions. And yeah. before we end our chat, if listeners want to get in touch with you or find your podcast, how they, how can they do that? Yeah, so I am at YFB Podcast, so YFB, Your Favorite Book, on Instagram and Twitter. My show is called the Your Favorite Book Podcast. We have a new episode every week with a new guest talking about their all-time favorite books. So the best way is to find me there. You can find my podcast on all the major platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, 
all of those great things. Stay tuned for my website. That'll be the easiest place to find me once I get that up and running. And then I also write monthly reviews for the Chicago Review of Books. So if you want my views on up-and-coming literature, that's a great place to check that out. Thank you again, Malvika, for being a guest on my podcast. It was really great talking to you today. Absolutely. Thank you for the great questions. Listeners, do check out your favorite book podcast on all major podcast apps. And next week, I'll meet you again with a new guest. Thank you for listening to our conversation today. Hope you enjoyed getting to know our guest as much as I did. You can also watch a video version of this conversation on 11 Questions YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you are listening. And if you like this episode, please leave a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at 11QuestionsPod for more videos and updates. And I'll be back next week with a new guest. Bye!